Good morning. It is great to see each one of you here this morning. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and you're looking forward to a happy new year. I also bet you're wondering uh, what I have in my hand here. It's a baby blanket, a binky, a blankie. Some call it a boo-boo, but it's just a child's blanket. I'm holding on to a child's blanket. And so I have a question for you. How many of you, how many of you have a blanket? If you do, raise your hand. How many of you have a blanket? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Okay, okay, you have a blanket, man? Okay, I gotta know. Is your blanket as soft as that one? No, oh, this one's soft, isn't it? It's nice. Does your blanket have frilly things on it? No, no frilly things? But you love your blanket, right? Yes, I know, I got you. Anybody else who has a blanket over here? Oh, we got some blankets? Oh, we got an adult with a blanket that I'm gonna ignore because she'll get really embarrassed. <laughs> okay, tell me about your blanket. Is it soft? Yeah. Does it smell good? Yeah. Is it as soft as this blanket? No. Is it pink? No. No, it's not pink? What color is your blanket? Blue. Blue, okay. Blankets, who else has blankets? Yes, blankets. There's lots of us here this morning that have blankets. Okay, here's another question. How many of you had a blanket? How many of you had a blanket when you were younger? Yes, okay, hey, come on, don't lie in church. <laughs> yes, I, look, I, when I was younger, I had a blanket. I, had a, I loved my blanket. I, like, my blanket was the best blanket in the world. It was so soft. I think I had the softest blanket in the world. And the way it smelled, the way it smelled when it came out, especially when it came out of the dryer, it smelled so good. And not only did it smell good when it came out of the dryer, but it was warm, right? So you hold on to that blanket because it feels good, because it's warm, and because it smells good, you hold on to the blanket. And when I was thinking about this, and I got thinking, I think, I think one of the reasons I love my blanket most, and maybe you can relate with this, is the way it made me feel when I was holding on to the blanket. Because when I was holding on to my blanket, I felt safe. When I was holding on to my blanket, I, I felt secure. I loved that blanket so much, I took it to college with me. Yes. Yes, my freshman year of college, I had a blanket. And I want you to know, I would have kept it a lot longer had it not disintegrated on me. Like literally, the thing fell apart. I could no longer wash it or hold it because it just became a bunch of string or cloth. It completely disintegrated on me. But you know what I'm talking about, right? We hold on to our blanket because it makes us feel safe and it makes us feel secure. And if you have a blanket this morning, you definitely know what I'm talking about. You hold on to your blanket. If you had a blanket when you were a child, you're resonating with what I'm saying. You're like, yeah, yeah, I remember, Tom, when I held on, it made me feel safe and secure. And if you're here this morning and you didn't have a blanket or you don't have a blanket, you still know what I'm talking about. Because there is likely something that you are holding on to that makes you feel safe and makes you feel secure. You know, we live in a world, don't we? We live in a world that's often full of trials, of difficulties. 
We kind of don't know what tomorrow is going to bring or the next week or the next month or even the next year. We have no idea what lays around the corner. So we grab, we hold on to something to give us, to make us feel safe, to make us feel secure. And it may not be a blanket, but you likely have something that you're holding on to tightly. Maybe it's your job. Maybe you're holding on to your job and you hold on tightly because that job offers you safety and security. Maybe it's a relationship you have. Maybe it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're holding on to that relationship because that relationship makes you feel safe. It makes you feel secure. Or how about a bank account or a checking account? You hold on and you put more and more money in that account because The more money I have in the account, the safer I feel, the more secure I feel, and you hold on tightly to that security blanket. Or how about your doctor? You hold on to your doctor because there's there's something, a disease that you may be struggling with, a physical difficulty that you may be experiencing that you think that if I just hold on tightly, if I just hold on to that doctor, I just hold on, I'm gonna feel safe and I'm going to be secure. See, whether you actually have a baby blanket or not, often in life we hold on to something, some security blanket that makes us feel safe and secure. But the problem, the problem with all security blankets is eventually they disintegrate and we have nothing left to hold on to. So as we kind of close out 2019 and look forward to 2020, my encouragement to us this morning is to drop our security blankets, to let go of our security blankets, to recognize that Jesus is holding on to you. And when you drop your blanket, it allows you to respond and hold on to him. Look what the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30 and 31. It's a verse he writes to the church in Corinth, and he writes it as, to us as well. It's an encouragement. It's an offering of hope that he gives to us in the midst of our daily lives. Look what he writes. It is because of him. Paul here is referring to God. He is writing, it is because of God that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. You see, what is happening here, what Paul is telling us, what he's encouraging us with is the truth that God is working that God is working in your life. And if you are a follower of Jesus, if you are a Christian, what this verse tells us is that you and I, that we are in Christ. This means that Jesus Christ himself is holding on to you. Jesus Christ himself has his arms wrapped around you and he is watching over you and he is caring for you. You are in Christ. And it's not because of anything you have done. A lot of times we think if we say the right things, if we do the right things, if we act the right way, then Christ is going to respond and grab hold of us and take hold of us. No, that's not the case. It's not because of anything that we have done. It's because what God has done. 
It is because of him, it is because of God that you are in Christ Jesus. What that means if you are a follower of Jesus is it means God has chosen you. God has chosen you, not because of what you have done, but God has chosen you because he loves you. God has chosen you because he wants to be in a relationship with you. God has chosen you and therefore Jesus Christ has wrapped his arms around you and is holding on to you. You see what God wants for us? Today, tomorrow, and for 2020, what God wants for us is God wants us to understand that he has chosen us in Christ Jesus, that Jesus has wrapped his arms around us and that we are to find our safety and our security, not in the security blankets of this world, but in Jesus Christ and in him alone. If you're a follower of Jesus, if you are a Christian and you are here this morning, Jesus has his arms wrapped around you and he is holding on tight and the encouragement is drop your security blanket, reach out and hold and hug him back. And when you do, this verse promises some resources that we are going to receive as a result of being in Christ. It's gifts that God gives to you and God gives to me. Look at the gifts that we receive. The first gift we receive is wisdom. We receive God's wisdom. You see, God removes our wisdom. He kind of takes away or causes us to give up on our wisdom and turn to him because he gives to us his wisdom. You see, when we go our own way, when we choose to follow our wisdom or worldly wisdom, it leads to dead ends. It leads us to no place. It doesn't provide the answers to life. It doesn't provide encouragement to live life. But God says, no, when you are in Christ, I'm going to give you my wisdom. And as followers of Jesus, we have the very wisdom of God. And God promises as we follow and as we mature and as we grow in Christ, we become more and more like Jesus. And we receive God's wisdom so that we have understanding and discernment to live this life. Paul then continues and he says, not only do you have God's wisdom, but you have God's righteousness you have the gift of righteousness that comes from believing in Jesus Christ because before you believed in Jesus Christ, you were separate from God. You were not right with God. But by believing in Jesus Christ, what happens is, is his death on the cross, the blood shed by him on the cross covers you. And so when God looks down upon you, he sees Christ's righteousness. So your past doesn't matter. The sin, the mistakes, all of the things that you did wrong, God doesn't see those things any longer. Because when you're in Christ, you receive his righteousness. When God looks down and looks at you, he sees Christ's righteousness alone. So you receive wisdom, God's wisdom. You receive God's righteousness through Jesus Christ. You receive God's holiness you receive God's holiness. You become distinct and set apart from, from the world. You become a person that is holy in Jesus Christ. You become a person who is in the process of sanctification, which means you are becoming, through the work of the Spirit, more and more and more like Jesus. You see, when you are in Christ, God puts Christ's very character into you. 
And over time, that character grows and grows and grows, and you become more loving, more patient, more kind, more purposeful, and more courageous, living the life that God has for you in Christ. And then finally, we receive redemption. God's redemption and to redeem means to buy back or to purchase back. You see, in life, you are owned by only one of two things. You are either owned by sin or you are owned by God. And to be redeemed by God means that God has purchased you from the ownership of sin and he has brought you into his household, into his family. Why? Not because of anything you have done, not because of anything that I have done, but because he loved you and he loved me, he loves you and he loves me and he has chosen us and he has purchased us from the power of sin. So sin no longer holds you in its grip or in its power. You are free from that because God has purchased you from sin. God now owns you. And that's a good thing because you are now God's child. You see, when we are in Christ Jesus, God offers to us, he gives to us wisdom, righteousness, holiness, and redemption. When you are in Christ Jesus, Jesus himself has wrapped his arms around you. You see, the danger for each one of us here in the end of 2019 and as we enter into 2020 is we're drawn back to our security blankets and we're tempted to pick those blankets up and to hold on to them to to feel and be safe and secure. My encouragement to you this morning is don't pick up the blanket. Let go of your security blanket. Instead, turn to Jesus and recognize that he is holding you in his arms and he gives you his wisdom, his righteousness, his holiness, and his redemption. And that, my brothers and sisters, is something to boast about. We're going to now take communion together as a church family. And this is not the table of Calvary Church. This is the table of Jesus Christ. So if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you are here this morning, if you are a Christian, if you have placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, if you have given your life to him, this table is for you. And we're gonna do it a little bit differently this morning. The elements are not going to be passed throughout the sanctuary. You are going to come down to the altar to receive the elements. You are going to receive a piece of bread that represents Christ's body broken for you and you are going to drink of a cup that represents Christ's blood shed for you. And my encouragement as you come down, make the choice. For 2020, am I gonna hold on to my security blanket or am I gonna hold on to Jesus? Think about that as you come down and as we worship together. If you are here this morning and you are not a follower of Jesus Christ, if you are not yet a follower of Jesus Christ, my encouragement is that today's the day. Because all you have to do is declare that you are dropping that security blanket and you are gonna hold on to Jesus. 
and you are gonna receive the gift of salvation that he offers to you. You are gonna receive his wisdom, his righteousness, his holiness, and his redemption. Don't let today pass. And if you make that decision to put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ, this table's for you. Partake with all of us who already know Jesus as Lord and Savior. So just a couple instructions as we go forward. You will notice if you are one of the four main sections, there is a table that is right in front of you. You will exit to your right. You will be dismissed by rows. There is a person that is going to dismiss you. You will exit to your right. You will come down and be served communion at the table that is in front of your section. And then you will circle around and go back into your role. If you are up in the tiered seating, there are also people there that will be dismissing your rows. Just follow their lead and there are tables that are located in front of you. If you are unable to get up to come to one of the tables to receive communion, just raise your hand. We have people that are roaming throughout the sanctuary that will come to you and will serve you communion where you are at. Also, if you are gluten-free, there is a gluten-free option. Just ask for it and you will be receiving, you will be served the gluten-free option. So we are going to now worship together. And again, for 2020, are you going to hold on to your security blanket? Or are you going to hold on to Jesus? Andy, will you pray for us, please? Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast from Calvary Church. We hope this message has brought the light and hope of God's presence into your life, refreshing your soul for the journey the Lord has you on. If you have a spiritual need or would like to connect further with the work God is doing through Calvary Church, seek us out online at calvarygr.org. On our website, you can also find an archive of previous messages from this series. Thanks for listening.